Welcome to Coffee with Kim, where I share my love of the Word of God with you over a great cup of coffee. Um, I'm actually having my coffee mug this morning. It says, but first coffee. And that's true. But for me, it's but first Jesus with my coffee. (laughs) I hope you can all appreciate that. Um, Yeah, welcome. I'm so glad to be back. I had taken some time off. over Christmas and New Year's, just to refocus myself. We had a lot of family things going on, the selling of my dad's estate. Um, Some in my family had COVID and just moving my eldest brother to a new apartment, just a lot of stuff going on. And I literally, I was just exhausted. And I find in those times, I really appreciate being obscure. (laughs) I just appreciate that I have the freedom to just dial down, snuggle in my house, not be with people, just focus my life on Jesus, let him refresh me and refocus me. Because anything else that I would try to do to refresh is just a temporary fix and it's not going to last. And so um, I'm glad to be back with the podcast. Thank you so much for allowing me some time off and just to um, enjoy my family, walk in some health and wholeness, and just receive from Jesus. And I, I've been so excited as we started our journey in January with the One Day Legacy. Hopefully, most of you that are listening are following along with that. I felt like to do the um, the Bible study that God gave me called One Day Legacy, where we read, write, and pray the Word of God. And I use... Um, It's an acrostic or an acronym, I can't remember, but the word pray and how God showed me how every day you read a selected chapter or portion of Bible, and then you answer the prompts, like the P, what's the pray? What what verse am I praying? R, what's the relationship I have with God through this verse or he has through me? A, an attribute of God, an attribute of Jesus. What's the attribute of the Holy Spirit I see moving in that verse? And then why? Yes. Yes, I will surrender. Yes, I will obey. Um, This is a process that we'll use this month of January reading the book of Philippians. Really felt to start in Philippians because it's the yes, I can chapter. (laughs) So what I feel like, I just feel like it is the yes, I can chapter. And um, just so blessed that many of you have been responding to me that you are enjoying it and learning from it. Um, I'm hoping sometime to get them published. It's just been a little process with that just because there's so much to do. But, you know, as we have been in Philippians 1, and this week we started Philippians 2, chapter 1, just that our love would abound still more and more in the knowledge and all discernment. Like I really, really just value Paul's passion as he is praying these things out, right? And I'm kind of just going to go down through and read some of my insights and thoughts that I had while I was reading um, Philippians 1, and then we're in Philippians 2 this week. So every week we do, we're doing it week by week instead of day by day. So we are in Philippians 2, but I'm going back to Philippians 1, where even the very first, that the God of our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, would give us grace and peace, that he would give us his grace, which is the pleasure, the brightness of him, the gift of him, and that we would have his peace, which is the completeness and wholeness. We really need that in this year, don't we? His peace and his wholeness. And then I was really captured by where he says, I'm a slave of Christ. Therefore, my thoughts, my words, and my actions 
should be in alignment with his will. So if I'm a slave to Christ, that is not a popular word in our culture right now. But when you go back to this culture in the word of God, people sold themselves in, into slavery. They became indentured servants. Like we would have learned that in history class. Like we know that the slavery that happened in our world was very, very bad. But I'm talking about in this culture where if you owed money to someone, you said, look, I'm going to sell myself to you and I'll, I will work off my debt. Right? Sounds familiar? <laughs> it's the gospel message. So Paul is saying, look, I'm a slave to Christ. Like I have literally sold myself to Christ. I am his. And First Peter 2.16 tells us to live as free people. But don't let your freedom cover up evil. So he, he's not contradicting himself. He is literally saying, what matters most is that I live my life for Christ. So I have the freedom to live my life for Christ. I have the freedom to live as a slave to Jesus Christ. And so then my thoughts and my actions and my words and everything I do is in alignment with his word, with who he is. What a powerful view, because it's not, not what Jesus did for us. He became a slave to the Father and gave his life up right? He gave his life up for us willingly. He sold his life into Jesus. He sold, Jesus sold his life into the Father God so that we would not have to do that on the cross. He took that for us. What a beautiful, beautiful um, transaction that I think we just don't even understand. We don't understand and we take it for granted quite often. And so that everything we do brings honor to God, whether we live or die. And we live as a citizen of heaven, conducting ourselves in a manner worthy. And so how powerful chapter one is ending with that Paul fully expects and he has this hope and this confidence that we will do this. It wasn't like, God, I, re I really hope that you do that. Like, I hope you have a good day. <laughs> He's really saying, I expect you to live worthy of the gospel. I expect it of you. And so, um, he, he was literally talking about the identity and the purpose that if we are rooted firmly in the gospel of Jesus Christ, we have no other option but to live worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. What a powerful uh, chapter he is, he is speaking to us. And this is in, again, with the whole verses 9 to 11, chapter 1, verses 9 to 11, where he is really just praying out to us, praying out to us. And so I was reading um, Philippians chapter one, I was reading again what, what Tozer says, like the low view of God entertained almost universally among Christians is the cause of a hundred lesser evils everywhere among us. Like when we have this low view of God and we have this low view of living worthy of the gospel, when we don't see ourselves as slaves to Jesus Christ in our thoughts and actions and deeds, we have a low view of God. And if we have a low view of God, that means we have a low expectation of anything. With our loss of the sense of the majesty, uh, with the loss of the sense of the majesty has come the further loss of religion the awe and the consciousness of the divine presence. Our gains are mostly external and our losses wholly internal. Wow. What comes to our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. So powerful when we speak and pray out these verses from Philippians 1, like keeping in mind that those who have gone before us are warning us and telling us, look, if our minds isn't focused on God, if we don't have this reverent fear of his beauty and his majesty, we're going to be lost. We're really going to be lost. And so what I did, I was listening to another podcast and um, just really amazed at 
how we we have drifted as a body of Christ and we've we've put doctrine above the doctor. <laughs> like Jesus is it. God is it. And we need to fall in love with the majesty of who he is and and so I, you know, Google um, Oral Roberts, this is, this is a thing from the 60s or early 70s. He did this preaching, Oral Roberts, who is this fourth man? And he goes down through the, um, the whole Bible and speaks of who God is in every chapter of the book. And you know what? I might do a separate podcast and just speak that because it's so powerful. You need to listen to it again and again and again. So God can use us. God uses us when we're humble. He uses us when we're humble. And how do we become humble? When we know who he is. Because when we understand who he is, it changes what we think about everything. So I just want to read to you to close today, um, Philippians 9 through 11. Because this is my prayer for us. This is our prayer for the body of Christ. That I pray this over all of you listening. That your love will keep growing in knowledge and in every kind of discernment. I pray that you may approve the things that are superior and may be pure and blameless in the day of Jesus Christ, that you would be filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. I pray that for you. Spend time with him. Spend time getting to know him more and more. Live your life worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Guys, I'm so glad you joined me today. I look forward to... um, praying and talking with you again this week. Um, Yeah. Live your life worthy of the gospel. Just think on that for the, the rest of the day. Are you living your life worthy of the gospel? Be blessed and I will talk to you soon.